Man, R.I.P. Black Rob. Of course, we might have mentioned that earlier on another podcast. I don't know. These days go by, they go in and out, or these episodes rather. But um, like we were talking about earlier, um, Black Rob's first album, impeccable, amazing, impeccable, amazing. Yeah, yeah. From the, from the first song, yeah. His second Even, uh, album, not so much, but that first album, like. I never heard the second album. Nobody, a lot of people didn't hear it. Yeah. Uh, But that first album was uh, amazing. So, you know, rest in peace, Black Rob. It does uh, bring up the bad boy curse. The bad boy curse might lean into the fact that bad boy had money for mixing and production. Bad boy was really getting a lot of Rapper, I mean, you hear stories about you know Biggie just wanted to rap for hours. Yeah, no hooks, no nothing. Uh, Black Rob, the lock. We were talking about that. The locks might be the only people that kind of beat the bad boy curse, but they went from one major label to To another another major label. So, but that's not what I meant by the bad boy curse. I wasn't talking about just the career. What's the what's the bad boy curse? Uh, nigga death. (laughs) <laughs> nigga death <laughs> nigga death and right. fucked up shit shine, Lil Kim, shine Lil Kim walking alive. around here looking shine, like oh. shine is still alive okay Lil shine Lil okay hold alive. on wait wait wait, wait. death and bad shit okay okay now, now we into something shine yeah. went to prison alright for defending this man which I gotta be honest with you niggas if you're not my brother I'm not defending you I'm sorry I'm not you see how that goes when shit goes down, real nigga snitch. The fuck up. I gotta be. Honest, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not real. Cause if somebody threw money in my face in the club, my instant reaction, my instant reaction would be to pick up the money. Like I don't know. <laughs> I just feel yeah. like I'm in like that. Nah, I'm you not a real money, nigga. I'd be like, real. I can't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> like it would. It would happen. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. So getting the yeah, shine, we got uh, 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 Biggie, okay, dead. Uh, Loon prison. G Depp prison. Loon's out, but G Depp, come on, man. Uh, Lil Kim, I, whatever words you want to use for Lil Kim, uh, somebody could use those no, words. But, but 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 okay okay. So people will get on this when they talk about like Illuminati stuff. But you don't want to include that last run of bad boy, all the no name people. I'm sure they fine. Wait, remember he, he, had, he, had, he had he had the uh, Danity Kane. He had he had MGK. MGK is fine. MGK is is he's fine. I he had your boy. I forgot French Montana. He had French Montana. He's okay. French Montana, okay. Okay. Mm. He had that one rapping white dude that nobody paid attention to. You remember when every rapper was like, oh, Eminem sign? Let's sign a white guy. Let's sign and, a white guy. Yeah. I forgot about that, Devon. You yeah. literally, like, I don't even know. Like, I was, like that popped in my head. I go, what was his name? And I go, it wasn't G-Eazy, but, like, looked like him. But uh, it did. actually, it did. that could be racist. It could have been. Oh. <laughs> I you don't pull up a side by side and they look nothing alike, but yeah, I was like, ah, whatever, not. whatever. It happens to us. Uh, a nigga the other day uh, told me that uh, we were on a Zoom call, told me I look like Isaac Hayes, nigga. 
I agree. When I was in college one time, somebody told me I was working at Warehouse Music and it was a white guy. I was checking him out. And this is when Eminem was popular. And he goes, hey, Doug, you know who you look like? Dr. Dre. And here's why. I was already braced for it. Because whenever a, a white guy stops you and says, do you know who you look like? It It's a like 10 time out of 10 chance, like 100% chance, it's going to be wildly not who you look like. Like, it's like they pick one feature. Like, you got fingernails. He has fingernails. That's it. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. But he said Dr. Dre, and I was like, cool. And without missing a beat, I was like, you know who you look like? Eminem. And he didn't think it was funny. Like, he was like, I look nothing like Eminem. And I was like, and the funny thing is, I wish I had a picture of him. I wish I could go back in time, mentally capture that, because I'm positive that he looked more like Eminem than I look like Dr. Dre. Like I said, I said, you could have gone with any of the, like, you know what my students tell me. You could have gone with uh, Uncle Phil. You could have gone with Shaq. You could have gone with Suge Knight. You could have gone, you could have gone with uh, uh, Big Isaac Hayes. You could have gone with, there are so many people you could have gone with in the bald guy with the beard section and you went Dr. Dre. And I promise you, if you put, you could have gone Bun B, but you literally went with, hey, you're black and I'm getting this album and it has Dr. Dre on it. And I think you, you look, look like, like him. him. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. But one thing that I guess that they're saying about the both of us is that we're black and ugly as ever, ever I stay used to down to my socks. Welcome to another, another episode of the My Humble Opinion Podcast. I'd like to welcome you guys once again. I am your host, Avery like a very nice guy, also known as Avery Zadius. You can find me at Avery Zadius on all your socials. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. Facebook, I don't have one of those. I'm lying, but you'll never get it. It's Facebook. Nobody gets on it, but like my dad or somebody like that. But um, yeah, you can find me that like those things. You can also find me at Vince McBands on Instagram too. Apparently I have another Instagram, but no, that really is me. But you know, I mean, on both pages, but mostly memes on, on Vince McBands. And we're over here with our co-host, my brother over there that you have seen that I was talking to. His name is Jess Devon. Tell him hi, people. That's hey, me. Jess Devon. That's me, Jess Devon. Jess Devon, that's all. That's it. Like, what, what more? I'm not a rapper. Like, I don't have a lot of intro stuff. So, you know, I'm Jess Devon. All right. Well, All right. <laughs> you were trying to see how long you could go. That's cool. That's mm -hmm. cool. You see, mm -hmm. and, and, and as you see, as many people know, there's nothing else there. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Back to you. With that being said, you can find the both of us, the In My Humble Opinion podcast, both of us at My Humble O on all socials and no i'm sorry wait before we get there you can find my brother just devon at d at dr Dugla on instagram and at just devon on twitter you might want to go to twitter he doesn't tweet much but he's watching tweets are watching now like i said before you can find us both my humble on all socials uh especially instagram we'd be on instagram heavy and Twitter, we're going to get on, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Uh, life happens. But with that being said, okay, we usually 
want to spotlight the talent that we've seen in the great city, the third largest market in the United States, fuck Chicago, third largest market in the United States, Houston, Texas, and most of the surrounding areas. Now, gentlemen that we have with us today, all right, even though I'm not going to hold this against him, he's an Alabama native and a graduate of Alabama A&M with a degree in engineering. Now, that's big. Now, you can bullshit a rap if you want, but we all know the big three are doctor, lawyer, and engineer. So put some respect on this man's name. But you know what happened with him? He did all the hard work, looked around in engineering and oil and gas and goes, nope, wanted to do something that made him happy, all right? He's a man that has a penchant for food, and he has, and I'm sorry, he's a man that has a penchant for food and has helped him through hard times, his penchant right there, all right? Going, going places to eat, finding out restaurants has helped him through hard times, and in terms, he's helped people, okay? His name, Keandre Jordan, but he's also known to you, my Southern brand, ladies and gentlemen, my Southern brand. What's going on? Hey, how y'all doing? We're good, doing great, brother. Hey. How are you? Yes, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Love the accent, man. How did you? How, how did you? Uh, did you celebrate Mardi Gras this year? No, I didn't celebrate Mardi Gras this year. Um, cause the part of Alabama I'm from, we don't have Mardi Gras. Really? Oh, yes. oh, oh, wait. Now, Mar what? This is because Alabama people like to point this out all the time. Where does Mardi because Gras it's true. Where does Mardi Gras? <laughs> <laughs> so let the audience know where does Mardi Gras come from? Well, so so Mardi Gras in America was was uh, allegedly started in Mobile, uh, when Mobile was the French capital of the Louisiana Purchase, well before New Orleans was even uh, thought about. So Alabama is home to the real Mardi Gras. Mm -hmm. and, and, yes. and that's what they always tell me, you know? And y'all have a better claim to it. We used to say like, oh, you know, Galveston has a Mardi Gras, but it's weak. I'm sorry. It, 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 the Galveston but I think Galveston's like the third largest though. Yeah, the third yeah. largest is still the third largest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Houston, Houston, the, the fourth or third largest city, so, you know. You know it's the third, all right? We know it's the fourth, but no. No, we also also if we're gonna get and I, I'm gonna I'm just say this real quick. This has nothing to do with my southern brand, and you might want to jump on this, uh, uh, Keandre. Uh, mm -hmm. My brother took a shot at Chicago. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, uh, Chicagoans, all of y'all, Chicagoans, everybody. I ain't got no beef with y'all ever. Like you know what I'm saying? Y'all the one city that I would never play with. There, oh, there are two right. cities I wouldn't play with: Chicago, New Orleans. No, there are multiple cities: Miami. <laughs> Uh, parts of the Bay, of like you know what I'm saying, like that's just it. Probably some, trash. Probably Tuscaloosa, you know what I mean, like any, oh, <laughs> any that's being spot. funny. So I'm like, I'm not saying yeah, that's being funny. That's for I'm you. I'm not saying <laughs> nothing about y'all cities at all. All right, so mm -hmm. you coming from Alabama? First of all, what brought you to to Houston? I see you got that that the Alabama shirt on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's my soul of the brand. This is my southern brand shirt. We are going to get to my southern brand, but what brings you to Houston in the first place? So uh, I always wanted to come to Houston like when I was in the 12th grade. Because uh, in the 12th grade, I was 
I knew I knew that I was gonna go to Alabama and them because that's a traditional school for for the family. And then I knew that I was gonna do engineering. I already had got my full scholarship and all that stuff. And so um, I was like, well, where I'm gonna live in? So I didn't want to go to Atlanta. Uh, I still want to be in the South, uh, in a big city, uh, and with a lot of black people. So Houston was the next best choice. And so uh, Chevron actually gave me the uh, the opportunity to move down here. So first it was Mississippi, but uh, the Mississippi people, they didn't want me at, at, at the refinery. So uh, the Houston folks got my resume. And uh, two days after I got um, rejected from Mississippi, the Houston people called me and offered me a job here. So I'm, I've, I've been here and uh, what, for like almost, it'll be seven years in June. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. Now, so my engineer could have you could have wound up in Mississippi. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> the oh, man, Mississippi didn't want you, but you didn't really want Mississippi either. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, but it, it, it was close to Mobile. It was close to Mobile. So pe people that that would or that work at that refinery, like the young people that live in Mobile, then they trans they they all transport down to that refinery in Mississippi. Oh, so I didn't want to do that. Now. The whole thing is, like, even as you're making these moves, and we're going to talk about the blog and My Southern Brand and everything, was it mm -hmm. always on your mind that you were going to start this this kind of side thing that revolves around food and fashion and everything? No. So, no. so what, what, even, what even prompts that? Like, where does My Southern Brand come from? Okay, so I'm going to tell you how I started. Tell you how I started. So... I've been laid off six times and the engineering field in oil and gas is not for the, the, the faint at heart. And I, and I was one of the faint at heart. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in August, 2018, I actually, uh, I came up, I was like, I gotta do something. I, I, I need to do something that is going to no, wait, wait, well, first, first, people know that I love crawfish and folks love know that I love to go eat. So I was like, let me be able to put put something um black and something with food together. Uh, because you know, food is almost synonymous with, with black culture and, and create something, you know, that is gonna, you know, really knock the sauce salt the socks off the community. So um, I started the actual blog website in August 2018, but in March 2019, I um, transferred my, well, I converted my personal IG page to the food platform that y'all see today. And the reason why I call it my Southern brand is because I, I just don't understand why Houstonians don't think that they Southern or, or country. But uh, since I've been here, people's like, oh, you, you real country, things like that. So. People know me, if they don't know me by my smile, they're gonna know me by my, oh, by how I talk. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay, well, that's, that's you know, it, it's my Southern brand. So let me, oh, just, just you know, find find something that, that works for me. Ah, okay. Yeah. You, you don't yeah. think Houstonians don't know their country? No, I, I, I really don't think y'all know that y'all country. Cause, Cause I don't stay far from, from Sunnyside, you know, that's the raw area. Of Houston, and uh, they don't sound too much different than me. <laughs> they, don't. They, don't. they don't at all. You're right. You're right. They don't sound too much different from me. So, um, 
So I just named it my Southern brand because that, I mean, I am a walking brand. I, I don't want to. So, so my thing is, you know, in corporate America, you had to kind of, you know, you had to turn the light bulb on, turn it off, you know, and I, and I want, and I wanted my brand and my platform to be something where you can be yourself and not have to worry about who watching you and who's judging you um, based on who you are and where you come from. So that's why my Southern brand sticks. All right, here's here's like a quick flash question. Uh, yeah. Everybody said they know you for crawfish. Best crawfish in Houston. You know what? No, top three crawfish spots in Houston. Uh, I get because I'm I, and I know and I know why you did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to back it up. Top. Three I know because because we because we, we met each other all eating crawfish. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, no, I'm gonna do top five. I'm I'm gonna do top five. That's real. That's real. Uh, so we got the Seafood Connect. That's in Mo City. Oh, that's actually the cheapest, the cheaper ones. Because uh, he he ran a special for $2.99 this Saturday. He called me. He's like, hey, we got some crawfish. That's how am I ready to crawfish? Boy, you got to worry about it. <laughs> so the Seafood Connect in Mo City. Then you got uh, Edo's in East Downtown. Then you have, um, you have Cooking with Flavor. This over there of Macau and 610. Um I got then you got Jay Bond and Keys Cravens. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Jay, Jay what? Jay Bond. But the thing is, he he ain't had his crawfish since last year because uh he's more of a of a of a retail now. Okay. He 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 distributed crawfish, distributed oh, okay. of crawfish, yeah. He's like the I took notes. You so, taking yeah. notes? Like, and, I, and, I, and I actually have like a top, a top 11 on my page. You know what? I'm going to go to your page. They're already there. <laughs> yeah, I have and, a top and Let's 11. talk about that because my Southern brand, like, this is literally like even when we were talking, you said, look, this is because I like to eat. Yeah. I, you kept telling people, I am not a chef. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, that's not what I'm doing. This is literally just because I like to eat. What What makes you want to lean so heavily into showcasing like these food spots like this? Because the thing is, these food spots remind me of myself when I was in corporate America. Uh, you was real dope, you know, being dope, but nobody really cared about you for real because of your because the color of your skin um all they want to do was take from you and 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 they get the credit so um and and I also felt jaded by our black brothers and sisters in corporate America because they can be some coons um and leave you out there in in, in, in the dust and and out and out 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 there to get dry and uh, I said I don't want to do that to to uh, these restaurants, especially the restaurants that we know are good, because it's over six hundred black-owned restaurants and food trucks in Houston that most people don't even know about. And we also talked about that because I mean, we look at my mm -hmm. brand. You built up uh, a significant following, highlighting black restaurants, which mm -hmm. in the food space, especially even in Houston, like I, I look at. Uh, food TikTok on Houston and, and all these mm -hmm. blogs, a lot of black restaurants tend to get pushed by the wayside. They'll highlight one or maybe two 
and it really just be like the popular ones or it's the same ones it's always (laughs) the same ones Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of spots that just go by the wayside and it's like okay well this is just the spot that black people know about but not you know i mean that kind of thing so what uh, as you move into the space what are some of the things that are the stigmas and things like that you got to overcome by getting people to you know look, look at some of this stuff mm. <laughs> as he takes a drink <laughs> um okay uh give me a moment so it's so the, the next door neighbor they they bounce on the basketball outside if you hear some, but um okay with me being from Alabama the Black Belt which is like an area of Alabama that includes majority black counties I've I've always dealt with black people see black people politicians are black into HBCU but until I became an adult and started really being in the black scene, I didn't realize how hurt we are. And when you work with uh, or hurt people, oh, who still, everything we put our hands on is gold, it turns gold, we still hurt. And the stigma that I had to go through is um, working twice as hard to appeal to my own people. Because I know I grew up and folks will always say, well, you have to um, you have to work twice as hard to appeal to white people. I think that, you know, we in turn, because white folks already know what we can do, but in turn, we got to do that for ourselves, to, you know, within our community because we don't trust one another and things like that. And um, the, the, I would say the, um, the, the lack of self-love because a, a lot of, you, you, you kind of see it in the ownership as well. Uh, and especially how our owners talk down about black people in the kitchen. Oh, nigga, the, uh, niggas can't do this, niggas can't do that. Oh, that's why I got Mexicans. We, we gonna get Mexicans in the kitchen and the food don't be that good. Um, and so what, what and another system is um, trying to, it's, it's two stigmas. One, one stigma, another stigma is the fact that black people don't have customer service because a lot of our restaurants do. They just don't know how to market themselves the, the way that they should um, because a lot of them don't know. They tight-fisted. They don't want to invest in themselves. And then another thing is the stigma here in Houston that Louisiana folks think that Houston folks can't cook. And so with me working three times as hard to show the people in Louisiana from Louisiana that live here, that Houston folks can cook because that's pretty much the bulk of Houston's population is Louisiana folks. So like, I, I have to really, I, I, I have a, a tough job that people don't realize that I have. It, it's more than just going and taking pictures. I got to work with some with some deeply rooted pain and, and that's not easy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that, you know what, I didn't even think about that because there, there definitely is a Louisiana, Texas thing where they're like, oh, well, they, they can cook over here and not necessarily yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like everybody in Houston got a relative Louisiana and vice versa. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we're all we're all related. It's it's a five hour drive. Four <laughs> if you're if you're driving fast. 
So well, you talking about New Orleans? You, you yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Because that's another thing too. When you talk about Louisiana cooking, a lot of people limit it strictly to New Orleans. And see, and see, and see, Dean. That's a, that, that's the thing because what folks don't realize is that. See, I had to do my research. Is that New Orleans food is different from Southwest Louisiana food, and there's and Southwest Louisiana is pretty much Houston's culture. And the thing is. When New Orleans people come over here and they try um, an Acadiana style spot, did they chalk it up and say Houston don't have good food? No, you just tasted some food that is that is um, um, native to Lafayette, Lake Charles, all, you know that little area right there, and and vice versa. If somebody from Lake Charles tastes a New Orleans style restaurant, oh, uh, did they be like, oh, Houston folks can't cook? No, you just had gumbo from another area of your state that that is is not how you're raised on you know cooking or eating it so houston houston get a bad rep uh i would say uh, a, a lot of it is it, houston fault but then also some of it's not houston fault now even on that because you know when we're talking about mm -hmm. the differences in style of cooking what are some of the differences between a New Orleans style, like a New Orleans gumbo or New Orleans style food versus the uh, 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 Acadia style. So what I'm so so per my research, um, Acadiana style, they use the Holy Trinity, which is onion, bell peppers, and celery, and then and then their food is more country food, whereas. Uh, New Orleans food is more of your city food, and and New Orleans don't eat on um, boudin. And then also, if folks don't realize, crawfish is not a New Orleans thing; it's more of an atchafalaya thing. Ah. But but people associate that with New Orleans because and what, what happened was when that because that basin, you know, them bridges before you get to Baton Rouge, yeah. where it, what happens is you know that that area used to flood, and so that's where your crawfish used to come from. And folks don't know that. Ah, um, how did you learn all of this? I mean, I had to because so I, I just did my research and then talking to a lot of um, people like Sakonda. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Sakonda, her people are from Louisiana and, she, and they're um, and she's from, but she's from northeast side of Houston. And she told me about a lot of things. Um, I I just done my research because. You know, with 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 when you mess with information like as sensitive as, as as Houston's culture, you have to really be be on top of the game. And that research yeah. part and that history, because there's a lot of research and history in the way mm -hmm. that food cultures shift and travel. I mean, we talk about oh, what's your take on which one do you prefer, Cajun mm -hmm. style or via Cajun crawfish? Who you, now, now you ask me that question, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't like all this stuff on the outside of that crawfish. <laughs> I don't think it's unnecessary. It looks like throw up. And so and so then that's that's the that's the thing too, because so them Asians gonna stick together, right? And they and they, they which means that they're gonna be richer, they're gonna be more successful, and they're gonna be more marketable because they do it as one. And so with that, they they have taken Houston's crawfish scene. And turn made into their own. So when people from Dallas, from Atlanta, and other places outside of Houston, Mobile, uh, Louisiana, and other Gulf Coast region that eat crawfish a lot, 
deep those, those respected people, they're going to go to the places that have the, the, the seasoning or the sauce on the outside. And so now it's like, oh, Houston can't boil crawfish. But really, again, if you go to the sunny side, you go to the raw areas of Houston, y'all ain't y'all don't put sauce on the outside. It's just that y'all, y'all are more y'all are more hidden. And so the Viet old style is more commercialized. Yeah, and you know what? And that, that mm-hmm. I, I, I agree because that's something that happened relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what I mean it's, it's, it's very easy to find that Cajun style of crawfish where everything is inside the crawfish. And mm-hmm. now it's it it you can name like a, a handful of spots where it's like, okay, this is where I gotta go. Cause everybody sells the via Cajun crawfish style. Like everybody does it now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna just boil some crawfish and I'm gonna throw it in the bag and I'm gonna throw all the seasonings and stuff on top of it. And then nothing but salt on top of salt on top of salt. Everybody time everybody health cautious now. What they don't realize is that that style of crawfish is actually salty. Because when you put sauce on something that can that has salt content, mm. on top of the fact that um, now I'm not I'm not sure now I'm not sure if crawfish is already salty when uh, naturally because of the environment. But then if that's the case, you got the natural salt from the crawfish, and then you get the salt from the actual boil, and then you get the salt from the salt that you put on the outside. So it's, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. Now there are other things that uh, you are you bring that engineering research and technicality into <laughs> what you're doing because like if you go to if you go to my southern brand and I'm hoping yeah. everybody goes and takes a look at it there are some things on there I mean, you have an article on uh, sway versus catfish a very a, <laughs> you just, I'm just gonna say a very passionate article. Because, and as I said, Sway, you you exhaled because you have strong feelings about this. Please, if you could just reiterate and just real quick, just kind of summarize up that article so people can know what, how you feel about stuff like that. Okay, so so okay, so that's another stigma. So so Houston needs is tail walk because Houston is known as the Bayou City. With all these values incorporated within the landscape, uh, you can still see swamps and all that stuff. It sits on the Gulf of Mexico. You got Galveston Bay, but these people be 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 shortchanging us by using things that aren't native to the land. And so, SWAT is one of those. It, it's it's a fish that is um, native to the Vietnam waters. Um, studies show that 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 this fish do swim in contaminated waters, um, where where when they are rescued, when well, not rescued, but when they're caught from these um from these toxic waters, they are buffed up with chemicals and antibiotics to kill that those toxins, and so it's a cheaper brand of fish that people um use to substitute off a catfish, which is native to the land. And um, so most restaurants here in Houston sell that, yeah. whether, whether, they, whether they name it as fried fish or whether they, they um, hide it under the nomenclature of catfish. And so when, when, you, when you hide it under catfish, then what happens is uh, it's, it becomes fraud. It's a food safety hazard because you don't know where folks um, are allergic to at the end of the day. 
And so me personally, uh, me being from Alabama, we eat brim, uh, catfish, buffalo, white bass, and just fish from top of fish. Cause we, we eat fish fr every Friday. My grandma probably got some fish in the deep freezer. So when I come here and, and they're not even giving us what is native to Houston or to the South in general, then, then it becomes like, dang, like I don't even eat catfish that much, but when I want catfish, I can't even get that. Now the thing so, about that too though is, cause you see, and, and, and catfish and is it swa or swa? It's swa. So catfish and swa, like they, swa gets passed off for catfish a lot. So most- Yeah, and they look completely different. They look different. So how how does one tell the difference between the two if you're at if you're at your local restaurant? So um, I wish I had because I'm I'm real visual. Um, so cat so so SWAT is going to have like a like a big old line in the middle. It's gonna it's just gonna have a line, and so you can break that into two halves. And so when you break it, you can smell it. It don't smell like nothing. It, it smells, it, it has a neutral smell, and which means it's gonna have a neutral taste as well for the most part. And so wherever you smell is pretty much the seasonings that they use to incorporate in the cooking. Um, catfish, of course, is gonna be, uh, it's gonna have more ridges, if that makes sense. It's gonna be a lot curvier. So you can associate uh, catfish with black folks, you're gonna associate swallow with white folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so catfish don't so have gonna have strings, so like you can you can tear the tear the on um, the, the the catfish in half. Oh, it's still gonna have those ridges, and then it's gonna have like strings that disconnect from from the other side of of, of, of the fillet. So ah, uh, catfish okay. smell catfish smells. Oh, you know what? You um, know what? I I I'm gonna pull this up. Right. Please do, because I'm looking I'm at it, it right now. I'm gonna pull it up because the, the yeah. main reason I'm pulling this up is this what this so, swa. This is swa. And when you said a long line down the center, a lot of people associate that with catfish. I immediately mm -hmm. was like, oh, like a cat. So this is and swa this this definitely swa. So this is swa, and this is what get passed. So when you get catfish, it's going to be more you see catfish, catfish. it's fluffy. Yeah, look at that. Ah, that's catfish. Come on down some more. Oh, okay. that's fisherman's son right there. That's my favorite fish. That's catfish. You see all the ridges? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Tell the difference see, look at that, man. We learned something today. <laughs> I had no clue. And a lot of people, myself included, just thought, okay, this especially was like, yo, this is catfish right here. Yeah. No, it's and not. Wow. You see, you, you don't you don't see, and it's flat too. So yeah. it seemed like catfish died and they embalmed it and created sway swap. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Wow. <laughs> and the thing, and the thing about that too is a lot of people will go with the swa because swa is so much cheaper. Yep. I, I'm talking about. Uh, I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about the restaurants. So these restaurants will buy. So they're not because I know for once. I know for a fact. I am. I have not seen swa on anybody's menu. Mm -hmm. I've no. Except for one spot in in Greens Point. Really? Okay. One so spot in Greens Point. I said I thank you for putting swa on your menu. Hmm. But everybody else is basically just like yo. 
this cat. Fish. Oh, okay, okay. So I'll pass that off. You know, and that goes through, and, and the and the thing about it is you uh unlike and, and this is not no no food blogger beef, like unlike a lot of food bloggers, you really keep up with your restaurants. Like, oh, like I heavy, like you stay with them. So it's like, oh, I know this spot in Greenspoint. I know this or or, or or that kind of thing. What what goes in your decision about the places you're going to pick? Okay, so I used to pick them. And I still kind of pick them now, but now because I provide services, um, a lot of them reach out to me. So my thing is, you you got to have black cooks. You, you, you got to. Because... Just like Swa, uh, 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 and, and I get it. People want to make a living off this, but at the end of the day, you have to do it right and not cut corners. These people would get illegal immigrants um, because they are cheaper labor, and then your food don't even come out as good as, as it's supposed to. We pay an arm and a leg for a, a, a bowl of gumbo that is created by somebody who can't even speak English. That That is an issue culturally, because the ancestors ain't going for that. Oh. Uh, culturally and also financially like like who, who who wants to buy something that that the neck that a native person did not you know make um and, th- and that's not racist or anything that yeah. that is you, you have to stay true to the culture and we don't know how to do that and so i had to make sure you know to have black cooks because i when i walk into a place I, I look at the kitchen first i don't care if your if your flow is swell i look in your kitchen first um <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I look there and then if you don't have catfish I just won't take a picture of your fish at all I, I get something else on the menu because that doesn't mean that, that your restaurant doesn't taste your food isn't good because you got swap it just means that it's something else on the menu for me um, and also people that want to work, work with me and, and, and people that that are even though they're because our people are very traditional, people, people that are willing to listen because I'm a millennial that is on Instagram and I know how millennials think. Okay, so I mean let's expand on that. Cause where you're you're dealing with uh I mean sometimes you're dealing with older chefs, older owners, older that kind of thing. What mm-hmm. is some of the, the bridges that you have to to uh, to gap to get them across? in order to get them into this world of, hey, look, man, like, you know, that somebody can post a video on TikTok and that restaurant can become something like tomorrow. So you need to understand this. What are some of the hurdles you got to go when you're dealing with some of the owners? And and this, this <laughs> no, really, really, we don't, again, like I said earlier, we don't trust each other. So I really, so, it, so I will be out of breath, right? I'll be out of breath explaining to these people my worth as if as if they were Chevron or Exxon Mobil, and I was trying to, and they asked me why should we hire you? You know, it, it and, and and it become exhausting. Um, and then also dealing dealing with a lot of restaurant owners who who don't even know how to utilize social media because their daughter at PV got the got the password to the to the social media, and she ain't posting because she got a life too. Ah. So. And then folks not understanding their words. They a, a, a lot of us don't understand our words. Cause, cause, cause white supremacy has has really um taken a lot of our, I would say, um ability to 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 think 
of our self-worth away. You find that a lot when you're, and, and you know, before I get to the next question too, because your page has about, just your Instagram page alone pulls in about 70,000 followers. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like just that alone. And this is a focus on black restaurants, black restaurants which a lot of people, but if you didn't say, oh, that's 70,000 followers and it's focused on black restaurants, they would tell you, no, people, that many people aren't looking for black restaurants. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and they, they don't, they, but let, let, let Anna Kate, let Sergio, <laughs> let Suhan come. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, of course, they're going to lay the red carpet down. But with me, it's like, what you, what, what? Oh, of course, don't get a call back. It's like, I just don't understand. But but I've realized that people are gonna pay for what they want to pay for. Ah. And I can't care more about your business than you do. Exactly, exactly. Now, you were also saying like now, you you know, you offer services. I do. So describe some of those services that get offered now. Ooh, so actually I'm working with, with somebody um, to help me to um, expand those and expound on them. So really right now, uh, I can definitely tell you social media promotion. Okay. Um, and I didn't realize, you know, I'm, I'm very friendly. I get out, I get there and I just feel so bad for them. And I, and I will sit there an hour with them and tell them the whole game and stuff like that. Mm. I tell them everything. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I need to incorporate that because now, now you mess with my time. Um, but 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 really, it's 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 social media advertisement at this point. Mm, mm. But you know, of course, everything else is cooking, so I can't you know talk about other stuff right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, of, <laughs> of course. And then uh, you know, and I'll put you on the spot again. Soul food restaurants, Houston, top five. Oh. Houston is not big on soul food. Okay, soul food, let's, let's, that's, I was wondering, talk about that. So Houston, again, people don't understand Houston's um, um, background. Like Houston, Houston is very Cajun and Creole influenced. So it's going, it's going to mimic Louisiana from top to bottom. <laughs> so, um, now there are like they're so good. They're from Chicago with uh, Alabama and Mississippi roots. Uh, they're good, and then you have Elma's bits and pieces that I just found out uh, through my friends who went to PV. I found about them out about them like a week and a half ago. Uh, they're they're good. They actually both of those have catfish, but everybody else is Creole, Cajun seafood influenced. Ah, okay. Yes. So there'll be shrimp in the spaghetti. There'll be seafood dressing, which I I love seafood dressing. I I, I would definitely eat that over regular dressing. Um, yeah. So so that Houston is doesn't have like soul food like that. Now, when you go into a restaurant too, are there certain I know uh, probably because our mom's from Louisiana, and I just always I'll try any restaurant's gumbo. Immediately, I'm not gonna like it most times, but I, I'm gonna try it out. Uh, are there certain dishes that you go to when you come in? I mean, besides, I mean, we know we talked about catfish, of course, but when you walk into a place, it's like, okay, I'm here, I know I need to try this out, and this here is gonna really tell me 
whether y'all know what y'all doing. It, see, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not that big of a gumbo person, and I know everybody make that gumbo what? different. Like, like, if, like everybody make their all, uh, like everybody make uh, sweet potatoes different. Yeah. Um. Whew. Okay, so 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 if you if you if you only have soiree, no matter type of restaurant you are, you just you 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 you, you want to save money. Uh, shoot, what would be something? Dang, this this a question that I that I don't even have the answer to. Oh, it's the, right. the, the thing is, no, but 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 going back to like who's back in the kitchen, black folks can cook, right? So if I go into if, if I go in your restaurant and see black hands, then I can trust it. Ah, okay. If I don't see black hands, then 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 I already know that this is gonna be a waste of money. So I'm gonna turn back around and go to raising canes. Because at that point I'm turned off. You see them look, never mind. I can't say Got the edit button. But you know what? It, 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 the funny thing about it too is it's kind of like you get to a certain standard because people might be like, oh, okay, that's harsh. But other cultures say that about their own food as well. So it's kind of like yeah. there's a Chinese food restaurant and it's like, yeah, no, that's the Chinese food restaurant for y'all. Like if I'm going to go to a real Chinese food restaurant, my friends that are Chinese are like, I got to go to a place where Chinese people are cooking. Like it just doesn't make it. Makes but sense. when we do things, but it's like when we do things, we are racist. Yeah. You know, and, and I can't stand that. Like, like I hate that we have to share our snacks with everybody. Yeah. Like, and if we don't share them, then 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 then, then we are then we are penalized for that. Whereas the 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 Asians got their own communities, and then the Asians come over into our community and and. A lot of it is our fault too. Come over here into our communities and sell our food. Yeah. Like, like, like we so gullible. Like, we we do not have the keys. We don't we don't have we don't hold the keys to 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 our own stuff because we always feel like if if somebody else of another race put their hands on it, then then it's better. No, like like we got to learn how to keep things in house. Yeah, and and that's and and that's an issue. Absolutely, and so that that's your whole goal with my Southern brand is to highlight a lot of those black businesses so that they can get the, uh, so that they can get the, uh, the, the press and the publicity. So people will continue going there. Yeah. But you got other places like say for instance, Lotus, you don't know how many times people didn't ask me is Lotus black on. And I was like, no, yeah. it's cultural appropriators. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, I kind of don't blame you because we, it, it's so crazy to me. I go to these black restaurants. Oh, we want to, we want to reach out to white folks. We want to, we want to be diverse. But you got noticed 90% of their customer base is probably black people. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and they are making a lot of money. Drying be out the dope. But you need to tell me as a black owned restaurant, you want other races to come to your restaurant? They can, right? But, but the thing is, those other races gonna come because they want to. Mm-hmm. And, and and we and when you try to force it, then what you do is you pissing us off, especially black women. Oh yeah. So so at the end of the day, like 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 we 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 look to we look outside of the race, inside the culture, 
for refuge. And, and it shouldn't be like that. Because you look at spots like Lotus, you look at spots like uh, uh, Cali Oaks. Cali Oaks is named they don't even after say the, name the right. infamous <laughs> New Orleans project. They made New Orleans the murder capital back in the 90s, I think. Why, why is it Asian-owned? They yeah. call it Calopes. Everything that you're saying makes so much sense. The whole fact of, uh, what's the lad, the uh, Lotus, Crack Sauce? I'm sorry, cultural appropriation. Then no, I go to, they name after drugs. They, yes. They name after drugs. They, they then I go to the community. But we, but we say, oh, I don't care. I don't like, ha have some decency for the fact that Harriet Tubman did the Underground Railroad, Rosa Parks, Gave up her, didn't give up her seat. And Martin Luther King literally died for our protecting, you know, protecting the culture. Like, we, 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 we are doing ourselves a disservice. Like, where are we, we're not breaking anything. Now, we can, but, we, we, we're still continuing the pathology of ignorance in the community. Absolutely. And, 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 and my Southern brand, your goal is to get out past that. You're talking about, like you said, expanding things out. What are mm -hmm. your plans for the future just with the blog and the brand itself to help continue along this pathway? To be honest, I didn't know I was going to be here, honestly. Mm. So so I'm going wherever God takes me because this is a ministry at the end of the day. And, and you never know, like, you never know where your calling is going to take you. So my thing is, I just want to stay on this path, and 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 and, and continue to to uh, to walk it, because every day is something new. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? We didn't even talk about we we spent our time talking mm -hmm. about food and the ins and outs of food. That the brand is not just the food blog. Uh, let's talk about the clothing side of it as well. Oh, so so actually, so so yeah, this so I do merchandise. So, so this shirt got a little stain on. I'm just what I was looking at because I ain't trying to see my eyes. <laughs> I was like, Lord, I got a, and I need to clean this right here. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, they, they got on camera. But anyway, um, yeah. So, 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 so this sweatshirt was like a uh, was just used for shits and giggles for the uh, actual photo shoot. But um, yeah, I, the 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 other the actual. The official sweatshirt is is in the uh, washroom right here, but uh, yeah. So I got I got I got merchandise, and so what it does it says my southern brand going around, going around the state in which you are from or where you live in, and then it's right here like in the chest, the center of the chest for the sweatshirt, and then it's right here on your left breast um for the actual t-shirts. And actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop that on the screen real quick for our, our YouTube viewers, so you yeah. can see the different one. And, and it's focused when you say my southern brand, like you highlight southern states. The side. yeah, yeah, all southern states. All well, but not all of them, because see, here's the thing. You know, I had to nigger read a lot of stuff now <laughs> because because of course with the finances, with the inventory, I couldn't get everything. So so pretty much getting them more popular southern states that are represented in the Houston area. Because of course you got to have Texas and Louisiana. And yeah. then because I'm from Alabama, and then, you know, with my home base from Alabama, of course I had to do that. And uh, I have Mississippi friends, Florida friends, and Georgia as well.
Yeah. I was about to say, Florida, I guess we do have a lot of Florida people out here. Yeah, and but it's a lot of Alabama people here, too, because yeah. a lot of that opt out of going to Atlanta come here now. Now, uh, when you, because uh, uh, a lot, a lot more people are now moving uh, to the Houston. I mean, it's always been that way, but you get a lot of people moving to the Houston area. Uh, you plan on, on on keeping this in Houston, or do you ever plan on expanding out? And do you ever plan on just going back home to Alabama? Which one do you prefer? I definitely think that Alabama food tastes better. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Because of all this stuff that I talked about, all this stuff I talked about, you, you, if, 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 if Houston, if Houston, if these black home restaurants get, get, no, I'm going to say, if, if, if the Houston, it ain't got to be black home, but if these restaurants get the respective culture to work in their kitchens, Houston, Houston will be at the top. Hmm. And Houston already known for having a good Mexican food. It's all we yeah. eat because yeah. it's all who cook it. So at the end of the day, if if Houston is at a C right now, if 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 you have the Asians cooking the Asian food, the the blacks cooking the black food, the white folks cooking the white food, it 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 Houston would be up there like like tops. But I will I Houston is definitely long term for me. For me, I don't want to sit here and uh, expand when I have not even gone into the nitty gritty of of Houston. I you people like to expand without actually setting a foundation, and I don't think I've set a foundation yet. So you still feel like there's a lot more in Houston? That yes, because you, you you know we it's, it's almost like like um it's like I'm um. Pulling the, the ropes, and it's like, dang, it's something else, it's something else, it's something else, it's something else. Dang, okay, okay. Yes. So, I, I guess then when we're uh, talking, before we get ready to start closing out and stuff, what are some of the food places that are on your horizon? And what are some of the foods that you're, you're interested in, in, in just t- trying out here in Houston? What you mean on the horizon? On the horizon in terms of who are some of the restaurants that you're starting to look at or or – you know that that you're planning on going to soon. If you can tell us, can you tell us yet, or you got to wait till they post on the blog? Both. I mean, yeah, that. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't be knowing. I really don't be knowing. I, I I don't I don't be knowing because see, people been watching me for probably like five months or so, and then they'd be like, okay, I'm reaching out to you because I've been watching you because they want to make sure. Of course, I get it that that they that they'll be getting their money's worth, mm-hmm. and that and that and that I I our brands will create some type of synergy. Um, so I don't have any on my horizon. Oh, okay. 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 No. And no, no particular, you know what, just, just, just for shits and giggles, like what's your, what's your favorite food? Ooh, crawfish. It's crawfish, hands down. I, I get like, it's, it's crawfish because see, here's the thing. What people don't know is I, I am currently battling depression and anxiety from what I've been through on corporate America. That's that stuff still haunts me to this day. Um, and then also some other personal stuff. So instead of punching the wall, I use, I, I, I crack open the crawfish and cracking on the head is, is, is therapeutic. It's really therapeutic for me. 
because uh, um, people are like, oh, you got to work, got to work so hard for all that little piece of meat. No, it's 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 an experience for me. That's that's where I can literally when 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 I look at these black on restaurants like 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 they're my students sometimes. So it's like when the students then they kind of got on my nerves a little bit. I need to go get a drink. So <laughs> getting crawfish is like it's therapeutic. Um, what else you ask? I'm sorry. No, no, no. It was it. Oh it was no, my favorite, favorite food. My favorite your food. Your favorite food. Oh, so so it, it, I mean, but I was forced to be in love with Cajun and Creole. I was for I was forced into that because um, within the black community, that's that's really what our community here has is Creole and Cajun. Creole and Cajun food. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's I mean that's I mean I. You gotta, you gotta love that, cause if not, you ain't gonna get no pinto beans or I don't even eat pinto beans. But <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard to try to find. Oh, I forgot about the greasy spoon. The greasy spoon is a soul food restaurant. It's on the north side. Yeah, I'm about to say, are, are you a picky eater? Cause you've told us you don't eat pinto beans. You don't. No, eat I'm gonna tell you, I I don't like soul food unless it's at my grandma's house, okay. because everybody makes soul food differently. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I think everybody's is picky in some degree. Because I was gonna say too, uh, it, I think soul food, gumbo, mm -hmm. uh, barbecue, they fall under. Like you know, people will come in town and they'd be like, "What's a barbecue spot I need to go to? Or what's a soul food spot? Or what's a whatever?" Now, you want to tell you what I, I tell you folks? If you want barbecue, go to. Um, Go to go to go to them them uh, spots after the club. The yeah. one that's they put their grills over there by the strip clubs and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That's the best barbecue. That that's the barbecue that I'm used to. And then you're gonna pay twelve dollars and you can barely close your plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that and that's how I really feel because barbecue these are more backyard familiar mm -hmm. things that I'm like that there aren't Boudin and all this stuff. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And so better, better, than, better than Ray's ribs, huh? Better than Ray's, though. We'll see. We'll see. Well, well, well. If if you know, I don't put I don't put black business out like that. Like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, let's keep it moving like a. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but no, I actually had Ray's one time. That that food that food was good when um uh, when we went for um. Queen of Young's Numb New Orleans tour. And and we would raise this on the tour. That, that was some actually good good barbecue. But I, I do prefer that backyard barbecue because I, I want to, I can eat the barbecue in my car. I don't, I don't, I don't have to have anything that's fancy when it comes to barbecue. Just I I want to see the fat. I, I just all my meat and stuff can mix together. So that I, I'm I'm not particular when it comes to, I'm not. I'm not bougie when it comes to, to to barbecue. Not saying that Ray's is, but I would prefer to go to uh, uh to to like the backyard stuff. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Even, yeah. even with that being said, and I like burns too. I've, I've actually had burns, yeah, stuff too. Yes. So so those two, I, I would definitely, as far as restaurant goes, I would definitely recommend those. Um, but like I say, even like in Alabama, I don't even go to like. Uh, the, the barbecue spot. I, I just don't, I, I prefer all this stuff made at home. Even 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 with that being said, you said mm -hmm. you prefer to go to the barbecue man, as we all call them, 
Mm -hmm. uh, the barbecue man that uh, is outside of a strip Chevron, gas station, strip club, out this way, at the address. This way, is this there way one particular that you could recommend to this fat guy right here? Shoot, I don't know their names. They they just be coming. No, 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 not the names. Just one in the. In yeah, the he's just talking club. about the area. Yeah, because I'll find it. Third, third ward off of all uh, emancipation. Um, and then I I don't know. I I don't know if they still there, but it's a it's a cabaret. Uh. Well, I'm just say strip club because I never called it a cabaret. <laughs> but it's a strip club. <laughs> it's a strip club off of uh, 90 and Willow Bend over there, right south of 16. Mm-hmm. And 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 it be all uh, some people under that bridge, uh, under the 90 bridge. Oh, like, right you talking about a uh, gold diggers? Yeah, gold is. Yeah, I, I like now. Now, now it scared me a little bit because the potato salad was pink, but what? but but it was but it was actually good. Okay, uh, okay. I'm gonna okay. have to check it out. I'm right it here. It was actually good. I don't know if they I don't know if they there, but I do know that uh, wherever I see the boudin man or somewhere, I, I'm I'm gonna go stop there because I know I'm getting some good uh barbecue. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not, that, 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 that is definitely, uh, he's going to be out there tonight. I'm telling you. <laughs> get the barbecue, nigga. I don't get go to strip clubs. Okay, let's, okay. Let's okay. clarify the narrative. <laughs> this guy hates strip clubs, loves barbecue, though. <laughs> it is what it is, man. We really want to thank you for coming out, like I say, or staying in and just picking up your phone. Um I mean, I really want to thank you for everything that I mean, read your story for everything that you've gone through. I mean, yeah. you're able to spread the positivity instead of spreading mm-hmm. any type of hate. And the thing that you do, cracking the crawfish makes you feel better. More power to you. And mm-hmm. one more thing. Oh my God, when you got on that tangent about ca- ca- Calliopes, I go in there, they go, Calopes. I'm looking there, I go, that's literally Calliopes. I'm never eating it's it. It's gentrification of our yeah. stuff. We yeah, don't, make we just so mad. Understand. We 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 need to stop being so gullible and and and, and get back to owning our roots. I'm I'm so I'm so tired of it. And then, then when you want to tell folks what it is, they didn't say, oh, I don't see color. Then okay. but everybody see us as being black. Like I don't, yeah, yeah. That's a whole nother conversation for me. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's yeah. what's up. And that's why this podcast can go even longer, but we want we can't. We can at the moment, man. I want to thank you, like I said, for coming by. Yeah. This has been a great day with the gentleman, Keandre Jordan, also known as My Southern Brand, ladies and gentlemen. Follow him. My yeah. Southern Brand. Okay. And your third year anniversary is coming up, so hope to look out for Oh, no, no, no. It was just my second year. I'm saying it's your it's your second year anniversary on September. No, oh, oh, you know, so oh, so you know what? So I celebrate my second anniversary. I celebrate my anniversary on in March. Okay. Ah, okay. We 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 y'all saw the food stuff yeah. on the actual page. Yeah. Okay. So okay. so I look at that as as in March. Well, there you go. You just had your second anniversary, man, out here doing big yes. things. This yes. has been another. Great episode. Humbly yours and my humble opinion podcast. 
H-Town is too sweet.